assassinated. This is the story of Chris Chen. On June 3rd, 2021, Christine revealed to her Twitter followers that she had taken up the hobby of reading tarot cards, highlighting that she used the Osho Zen tarot deck and would from then on draw a single card per day, interpreting for herself the meaning of the card based on her own personal situation and encouraged others to do the same. The card for that day was titled Integration. The next day, her card read Abundance, which she misread as Audience, and alerted to her audience that they would soon witness a show of a lifetime. She would continue drawing daily tarot cards for nearly two months. Also on June 4th, a Reddit user and his girlfriend met Chris at the Barnes & Noble bookstore, apparently for the second time, and took selfies together. On June 6th, Christine wrote in the The Place Discord server that a My Little Pony-themed convention, Everfree Northwest, would be taking place in August 2021, in Washington State, apparently near to where Maker Nightvee resided. Chris was considering attending, and hinted that Maker could meet up with her if she did. Also on that day, Christine wrote on Twitter that she was currently reading Chapter 8 of the book Warhol Christian by Don Lachon, elaborating that she had found a cure for much of her autism symptoms by means of meditation, chakra activations, and listening to binaural beats, and explained that she did not wish for the entire autistic population of the world to be rid of their condition. She then expanded on Valerie Solanas, a radical feminist who had shot Andy Warhol in an attempt to kill him in 1968, and reflected on her own past hatred of men and her matured understanding of herself as part of the LGBTQ community. She stated, I have no shame or regret in going on public record stating the following. I like penis-shaped dildos, and I do not mind a genuine cock up my butt. I have also enjoyed a cock-shaped sucker purchased from a Spencer's. Took me about a week to finish that thing. Hashtag, I am bisexual. As for Solanus, I do acknowledge the outdated similarity between her and I, but in the end, I simply do not care for nor agree with her ideals, nor what she did. And, frankly, she didn't know biology and anatomy. I can still get a hard-on and horny. And, even if I did lose this, cock by chop there's satisfaction in where that tube goes, as well as up the butt. So, Solanus had nothing, and she got her fated end of jail time. But, as an individual with her own point of view and thoughts, I do not judge her for having them or being herself. And that's my two bolts and a heart on Victoria Solanus. Lightning bolt, blue heart, lightning bolt emojis. Now, to end this on a more positive note, and also to note further from hashtag Warhol Christian, I, indeed, have always been effeminate and whatnot growing up, and I did, indeed, struggle with even attempting to keep up with male constructs. But I am so glad I was able to come out and be my lovely goddess self, as I could and should have. No regrets or shame. Also, why I don't have the op sooner. There is hardly anyone within driving distance who can do the job, as far as my endocrinologist knows. And then there's the money. At Kickstarter for my thang, but, moreover, I have faith in a physical transformation of my wishes and desires.
On June 7th, Christine claimed in a tweet that she did indeed spend time with the console patron units of the anime and game franchise Hyperdimension Neptunia, and that also during a brief period of time after the death of her father Bob, she and her mother Barbara slept in Chris's bedroom, but on separate furniture, with Barbara sleeping on the couch and Christine on the bed, claiming that she and her mother never slept together in the same bed during that time. On June 10th, she posted a poll on Twitter asking her audience to vote for what was the most traumatic event in her life in their opinion, being pinned down to the ground by at least two named teachers of Nathaniel Green Elementary School, or the so-called Julie meme, based on the enunciation of the troll Julie's name that Christian shouted out during the video he had made for her, wherein he has sex with an inflatable sex doll. The public overwhelmingly voted for Julie as the greater harm. She also switched over to her Magichan Sonichu Twitter account to roleplay as her supposed spouse, claiming that he was present and watching as Chris was being pinned down, warning people that they should not vote for a meme, and rather an impactful event that happened during one's formative years. The next day, in retaliation of a tweet regarding the new Malilaponi movie, Chris announced that the Generation 5 series was cancelled, and they were currently in the middle of airing Season 11 of the Generation 4 iteration. A Twitter user wrote that Chris could not say things as she wanted them to be even though they were not true. She replied that the Generation 5 content they saw before them was an illusion. On June 15th, Christine left a lengthy comment on a YouTube video made by the WCT covering the popularity of lolcow and mass shooter Randy Stair, also known as Andrew Blaze. She highlighted that herself and Blaze had interdimensionally communicated on occasion, and that Blaze fulfilled her prophecy in Dimension 1218. She also explained that herself, Andrew Blaze, and Andy Warhol were examples of interdimensionally awakened individuals. Also on that day, enabler Helena G. Fiorenza asked Chris if she could help recruit some collaborators for her planned dating simulation game that would focus on Chris. Chris agreed to pass on her offer to the Watchmen. On the 18th, Edmund Macmillan, creator of the video game Binding of Isaac, revealed that Christine had designed a playing card that would be part of a Binding of Isaac-themed card game sold on Macmillan's website. The illustration focused on the titular Isaac, crying on the floor, with an estu ball within arm's reach. Christine then explained herself that when Macmillan had asked her to illustrate Isaac, she watched several videos about the game made by the WatchMojo YouTube channel to learn more. She decided to depict Isaac after years of tears dried up under his eyes, who finds a toy estu ball and finds happiness and peace. The next day, after watching a video of gameplay channel Oni Plays, in which they spontaneously recite a joke regarding Chris Chan, what I call pepper spray if it's not pepper? <laughs> Christine took to Twitter to audio record herself reciting the joke. <laughs> oh man, he made me laugh. They made me laugh. <laughs> Why would I call it pepper spray if it's not pepper? Hmm? <laughs> there you go. You got one out of me. <laughs> I like that joke. Why would I call it pepper spray if it's not pepper? Hmm? <laughs> Also on that day, Chris recorded and posted onto YouTube a new birthday greeting for a certain Devon. Hello everybody, this is Christine Chandler coming to you live from home once again. Uh, hmm. um, I and all the other deities know how long. Quite a long time! It's been a long time! I'm sorry. I've been really heavy in meditation. I mean... Anyway... Uh, 
I got a birthday greeting to do today, so so happy. I don't know what what day it was if it's coming up or if it's past or if it's today. I'm not sure, but I man, I got reminded. So uh, happy birthday, Devin from Lindsay, and well, happy early, happy belated, happy birthday. You've had one. You're ha gonna have one. You oh well, time is a illusion when you consider it in some aspects and whatnot but anyway so i'm just a little bonus <laughs> a little fun just for you devin and a reference i'm gonna do something fun so here's a little song and dance <laughs> Afterwards, she uploaded a short video on Twitter of herself playing with her cat, Sylvia. Many viewers noted that the cat seemed to be overweight. Later on, Chris shared a screenshot on Twitter that she took from a YouTube video of a tattoo depicting a so-called furry, or an aficionado of anthropomorphic animals who typically enjoys living life while donning an elaborate costume which helps them to embody their liked creature's characteristics. Christine admitted that she too was a furry, and perceived the tattoo to be a poorly executed example of Chris-chan fan art. Finally, she tweeted that even though she had made orange-flavored Fanta infamous, referencing the 2009 leaked video in which Christian drinks a solution of orange Fanta and his own semen, she also recommended other flavors of Fanta, such as those released in Japan, which one could sample via a subscription to the service Tokyo Treat. On June 20th, in reference to the The Binding of Isaac, Four Souls card game, to which she contributed artwork, Christine filmed a short video for Twitter. Get on the fun of things with the burning of Isaac! <laughs> but also, more importantly, the freedom of Isaac! I'd like to see him smile more often. When a Twitter user dismissively expressed disgust at the state of her Sonichu medallion, Christine replied, hinting that they were possibly actually looking at her breasts. She then revealed that she had asked her mother what nickname by which she could be called, and claimed that Barbara liked to be referred to as Barb Chan Rosechu. On June 21st, upon seeing a photo of two males with long hair kissing with a large plush doll of Pikachu in the background, Chris claimed that it looked like a distant alternate timeline view of herself and Megan Schroeder, in which they became romantically entangled. Also on that day, Christine told the Watchmen that as she was rereading Chapter 5 of Warhol Christian, wherein Lasham discussed the possessions Chris lost in the house fire of 2014, she became overly stressed while driving the family van and so defecated in her panties. Fortunately, her period pad managed to catch much of her excrement. 
the WCT told her to cherish what possessions she still had, while also reflecting on his own similar experiences. Kristen showed off her four wedding rings that she wore to symbolize her supposed marriages to each of her four spouses. The next day, she continued to reflect on her thoughts from reading Chapter 5 via a 21-tweet thread, during which she discussed whether having money truly equated to success, before moving on to revelations regarding King Arthur, Merlin the Magician, and living deities, concluding with the message that she never needed massive amounts of money in her immortally lifelong job as a goddess. Later on, one of Christine's Twitter enablers wrote pensively that they wished they could do what Chris did and pretend that the people they loved that had passed away were not really dead and were actually a fucking cartoon or something. Christine dismissed the tweet, reiterating that her beliefs were fact. Kristen direct messaged the user upon reading that they were going through a bunch of losses and major shit concerning their family members, with which she empathized and felt. Chris wrote that their personal losses resulted in the enablers' spiritual upgrades and transformation. She further elaborated that the ones the enabler recently lost were removed because they no longer required them. Chris sent positive vibes and love to them through her messages to encourage self-love and self-healing. During this time, Watchman Knot, or Bismuth, got banned from Kiwi Farms by Null, the site's administrator, for using alternate accounts. When Knott asked WCT if he could use his account, Knott was denied access. The WCT's personal information was then leaked on the Kiwi farms, and the WCT believed that it was Knott who had doxxed him using a different account. The WCT then privately urged Christine to leave the place, and tried to arrange for a time they could discuss the matter over a Discord voice chat, with Chris stating that she was unavailable for the next couple of days because Barbara planned to sort out and dispose of some more boxes with her help, and Christine herself was in a lengthy period of major upgrades and transformation. On June 23rd, Christine wrote on Twitter in regards to her recent calling of her mother, Barbie-chan, because, according to Chris, Barbara told her that she did not like to be called Barb, as was commonplace within the Christorical community. Only Chris was entrusted to call her Barbie-chan, while she asked everyone else to refer to her as Barbara, not Barb. Later on, Chris-chan follower, the Sergeant-at-Arms, posted his pixel art illustration of Chris-chan across four stages of their life, with Christine criticizing her middle adulthood depiction's face having a too-aged look. Also, the tarot card drawn for that day was schizophrenia, which Chris perceived as her followers needing to follow their heart and instinct because they felt conflicted. Possibly feeling conflicted in finding a positive outlook from the card for herself, she drew another card labeled, We Are The World, to show that she stood by her conflicted followers. On June 24th, in a rare occurrence, Christine drew the schizophrenia card again, perceiving that her audience was still feeling conflicted, or that they were experiencing multiple issues. Later on, she tweeted about her opinions on conventions that she had attended, praising BronyCon and having positive opinions of the upcoming BabsCon. She posted a photo of a handwritten page summarizing her thoughts, highlighting that her being asked to leave the Too Many Games convention in 2018 was part of a trollish setup and trap. She closed by revealing that unbeknownst to the general public, she had attended several local stamp and rock conventions, during which she felt neutral vibes. On June 25th, Chris and the WCT had a voice chat concerning drama in the The Place Discord server. Yeah, tell me, what's been going on with you? Uh, like, with all the, uh... <laughs> yeah, just tell me. 
Well, everything continuing on with the Dimension Merge and all the other events related to and so on and so forth and further upgrading my body and my energy and all that, it's still it's still a major, major process. And it's like my, my auras and my consciousness has literally been able to expand to the size of our total complete universe. And that's counting both halves, you know, between 1218 and C197. So can you explain to me about like uh, Barbie Chan? Oh, oh, what? It's just it's just Barbara, you know. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. So so Barbie Chan is Barbara. Yeah. How is yeah. your mother? How's your mother doing? Yeah, she's doing okay. We're we're doing pretty good. She's actually she actually felt like uh, doing some work today. We had a bunch of boxes and stuff stored behind the uh, bar, and we cleared out a bunch of the. Uh, non-picturesque boxes and trash. We cleared them out. That cleared, I filled <clears> up <throat> a few trash bags. And she had the energy to do it, so that was good. The WCT then asked from Christine her history with the other members of the Watchmen, before reaching the conclusion that Not, Kyle and Maker had ill intentions and negative traits that she felt were undesirable. WCT also disclosed that Knott was allegedly a minor member of the Miscreants' inner circle of trolls and could allegedly be heard in a mumble call with Christian from February 2009. He then showed Chris all the evidence he had collected, which apparently proved it was Knott who had doxxed him, in addition to chat screenshots and recorded voice chats displaying Knott's animosity towards WCT and Kyle and Maker's complacency. So, here we go. I don't care, dude. Make a post about it on Kiwi Farms or join up with the lolcow.org people to add to my thread. I don't give a fuck. I just want to know the truth. Like, what were you I doing? I you, faggot. What were you doing between... If you keep pissing me, if you keep pissing me off, I'm going to dox you. Dude, <laughs> dude, I, I already have been. No, I'm talking big boy doxing. Wow. Just fucking... Wow. Yeah, she whiz. I mean, he could do a lot worse than Big Boy Dotsing, but yeah, that was definitely a level up comparison. Chris. Okay, I am feeling a bit of rising anger within me right now, just from just from hearing that and realizing that. I'm trying to. I'm obviously trying to keep myself under control right now, but it's like my R is between orange and red. Now, Chris, if you want anything that, like, if, like, if there's anything I can really tell what to do right now, here's what I'm thinking you should do. I'm listening. I want you to quietly get out of the place, and I'll give you a new Discord server to let you go into where you can express yourself. In fact, because here's the thing. The Watchmen are on the brink of collapsing. Oosh. Like, literally, behind the scenes, it's on the brink of collapsing. Like, they don't want you to know because they they sort of want to keep this lawn train, like, ongoing. And the thing is, Chris, is this is my philosophy regarding you, all right? Even though I may disagree with the things you may do, you I... are your own person. You are a full-grown adult. And you should never, ever let anybody dictate your activities. Right on. Don't let Megan, don't let Nova, don't let Bismuth, like, dictate anything that you do. Like, don't listen to them. You're better than that, right? Yes. <laughs> well, among which, definitely my surprising to my conscious and mindset and whatnot, but then also kind of rather expected because I foresaw 
events like this, and I had a deja vu moment just a minute ago, literally while you were talking. I see the signs. Everything's continuing on as foreseen, planned, destined, and everything. So, so you, yeah. so you foresaw this happening. Yeah, but it's wow. been saved in my backup save files. It had, it was not in my conscious. Chris, by any means, does this remind you of anything that has happened to you in your, in the past, like on the internet? Yeah, I have. I mean, obviously. You could say I was dots a number of times before, but that was like tame compared to all this because obviously everything about me was already on the internet. I mean, hell, you remember when when Mr. C was like, hey, we live a I go to Burger King every morning about 9 a.m. So if you want to talk to us, come on down. We'll be happy to talk with you over a cup of coffee. All right, Chris, all right. I'm going to let you go. I hope you have a good night. And right. pray for me, man. I'm Get down. you strong, my fierce lion messenger. Thank you. You rock so much, and I give you lots of love. Thank you. All, All right, right. Well, I'll let you go. You be safe. You too. Have a good night, Chris. You too. And we'll talk again soon enough. I, I hope. hope. I hope. In the aftermath of the call, the WCT invited Christine, Anaxis, and a number of other former Watchmen and friends to a new Discord server called the Knights of Quick, which functioned much in the same way as the place, but with the intention of excluding toxic and manipulative individuals such as Knot, Maker, and Kyle. Christine then discussed Knot with Null, who he recognized as a certain quote-unquote mentally ill anime person who he recently had to ban from Kiwi Farms. Chris agreed and stated her distrust of also Kyle and Maker and her intention to quietly leave the place. Null warned her against joining Discord servers as they were usually bringers of drama. Null then offered to help her find some kind of outlet for talking to her fans. Possibly at around this time, Christine also told Null of her intentions of attending the Everfree Northwest Convention in Washington State, which she would travel to by car. Null was against this idea and offered to financially help her get there by plane instead. On June 26th, Null posted on the farms about Chris's plan to attend. Since she had already purchased a pass for the event and booked a hotel room, he asked four members for what means of fundraising could be created to help her pay for her flight itinerary. He pondered whether a GoFundMe campaign through which Chris would fulfill paid commissions to pay for her trip would be feasible, with many forum members replying with disdain and ridicule. Also on that day, Christine posted her last message in the place, writing that the Dimension merge was progressing well and that more toxic individuals within her view range became identified. She told the Watchmen that they should get ready for a battle within the ranks, and encouraged all to embrace honesty and enlightenment. She then left the server, along with Caden of Praetor. Perhaps understanding that the WCT may have had a hand at Chris's leaving, WCT was promptly ousted from the place. At around this time, Chris purchased the book The Ultimate Guides to Sex and Disability, which encouraged people with disabilities to become more open about expressing their sexual desires, exploring fetishes, and not being tied down to notions of normal or abnormal attraction. Christine later claimed that on June 27th, she had sex with her mother Barbara for the first time. 
It is currently unknown how consensual the incestuous act was, as on some occasions, Chris stated that her mother was initially confused and rejected her advances, while on others, she implied her mother encouraged the intercourse. Possibly literally interpreting a passage in the Guide to Sex book concerning the need for careful planning, Chris would proceed to have sex with her mother once every three days. On June 28th, a user on 4chan posted a couple of photos from his visit to Christine's house, claiming he had left for her a bottle of orange Fanta, some fan art, and $20. He then played the flute in front of Chris's dog, Patty Chandler's doghouse, for 20 minutes, during which time Chris allegedly peeked at him through her window. On June 29th, Maker Night V libelously tweeted that the WCT was a clout-chasing YouTuber who wanted Christine to kill herself like his YouTube video subject Randy Stair had. She further claimed that he had teamed up with Prater, further spreading the falsehood that Prater wanted Chris to tase herself. On July 1st, Christine messaged Maker, telling her that she saw Maker's true ways, placing her into a group she dubbed the Toxic Trio, which also included Knot and Kyle. Chris highlighted that she noticed certain members of the Watchmen were kicked out of the group because they threatened the trio's way of doing things, which included talks of racism, Nazi shit, and other topics which reeked of toxic vibrations. This included sending a threat to Annabelle of Prater, who fortunately did not read it. Chris further wrote that she was taking care of Maker's original characters and formally parted ways with her. Maker wrote back that she would not apologize for her dark and cringy sense of humor because she had led a difficult life and that she had called the WCT a faggot because she felt he was trying to use Christine to become famous. She stated she would welcome Chris back after the WCT and his accomplices have abused her. Christine replied that she sensed Maker was insecure about herself and encouraged her to be honest and confident in herself detailing that she did not need Chris or anyone else to boost her moral. Maker Night V once more wrote that she needed Christine in her life to get better, while Chris once again told her that she needed to reevaluate her relationship with herself and heal herself. On July 2nd, Chris revealed to the WCT that she was feeling better about herself sexually because she had recently gotten a sex partner from Dimension 1218 that was very satisfactory, who apparently shared her genuine affection. Christine kept her identity a secret, but described her as physically older than herself, considerably fragile, but with great inner strength and power. She later stated that they had known each other for a while, and had sought her out after being encouraged to do so by her allied deities. Christine restated that her partner wanted her as well. She said that her lover lived not far from her, and visited and talked with each other often. She told WCT that she wanted the relationship to be kept a secret as to avoid toxic and demeaning comments saying how wrong it was. The next day, Chris showed the WCT a new massage oil, which she and her mystery partner both liked to use on each other. Also on that day, to contribute to recent meme Ara Ara, a phrase sultrily uttered by Japanese women, Chris recorded an audio clip for Twitter of herself uttering the phrase. On July 4th, Chris tweeted a celebratory message to commemorate the Independence Day of the United States of America, warning those living in hot areas of firework-related accidents. On the 5th, 
Chris and WCT had a voice chat in the The Knights of Quick Discord server, but it was not recorded by any party. During the conversation, they discussed general topics such as the Funko line of collectible figures and the Matrix film franchise. Christine also told him that Caden of Praetor was planning on helping her buy a PC so she could use it for live streaming and earning more money. They also once again discussed Chris's unknown lady friend, with Chris still withholding her identity and giving her only basic descriptions. Also on that day, Christine wrote to Null about her new lover telling him that since she was older than her, their relationship was like something out of an anime or fanfiction. Chris said that she used a condom for safety and had a doctor's appointment on the 20th of the month to test for sexually transmitted diseases. She declared she no longer believed in hindering labels and started the relationship after much deep thought. When Null asked her for a photo of them together, she declined sharing them, revealing that her partner was in the over 50s in age, and that she had gotten a book for helpful information and guidance. Christine expressed great appreciation in her lover's life, like her fun days in high school and her work as an accountant. She informed Null that she had also told the WCT and Warhol Chris Chan author Don LeSham that she had a new sex partner, but all of them knew as little details as Null did. Chris revealed that they had their quote-unquote romps in the sack every three nights, which was something her partner apparently looked forward to, and their sex play made her grateful since they could explore things never before tried with her previous partners. Null encouraged Christine to keep it a secret and not reveal she had a girlfriend even to her most trusted friends. Christine promised that she would not tell of her relationship to anybody else. On June 6th, the WCT's YouTube channel received a strike, as one of his videos on Randy Steer was removed for alleged bullying and harassment. He believed that he was being mass-reported by Knott in retaliation, and so set his YouTube channel to private, filed an appeal, and re-uploaded all his videos to another channel in the meantime. Chris voiced her annoyance by leaving a YouTube comment on another video, telling readers that the series was fairly tame and very informative. On the 7th, Chris sent to Null a drawing of Kiwi Mac, a pony character based on Null, which she intended to make into a Twilight Sparkles secret chipfic folder card. She then wrote a string of messages brainstorming the flavor text she would put on the finalized card design. The drawing was done to be used as an example of what a custom drawing may look like if a willing donor paid to her fundraiser for the flight to the Brony Convention, which was formally launched on July 9th and further advertised by Chris via a YouTube video. Everybody, this is Christine Chandler coming to you live from home once again. I'll give you a captain's log, start date, mm, 7-8-2021. There you go. <laughs> Just an old time callback. But anyway, I am recording this today of one particular, very important, insightful interest. Everfree Northwest. Over in the state of Washington, over in Bellevue, yes, I am going to be there. And I'm looking forward to meeting you all there, but though I am partially shut up, I'm going to need like a few more dollars to make sure I'm still covered for everything else I'm going to need over the lovely weekend. Lovely weekend. Anyway, so... I got a lovely, I got a lovely guy who's helping me out, keep my money organized and situated and everything. There'll be a GoFundMe by the time this video is uploaded, and you'll be able to donate to that directly. He's managing it. 
Yeah, he's gonna do a very good job. I have faith in this guy. I have faith in him. I, I wouldn't throw a kiwi at him or anything. <laughs> but anyway, I got my gator for in case I need to crop. But I got the most important ticket. This convention ticket. And got my lovely gloves. Lovely, lovely, lovely gloves. Keep my fingers free. Touch, 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 touch. Nah, that's on my phone, though, obviously. I mean, it's going to be an awesome time. I'm looking forward to meeting everybody, seeing the old favorite celeb old favorite people that I like, you know, from my favorite analysts and other people I've gotten to know over the past year or two through their videos, binging them and whatnot. I've got a few more favorites in mind. And just looking forward to meeting all of you. All of you lovely people who are going to be there, my fans and just art appreciators and aficionados and everything. But yeah, I'm approachable. Hugs are free. Only making sure you're fully vaccinated, though, so mm, make sure you show the guys at the door your convention ticket. Alright, so aside from that, yeah, I need a few bucks, like a few extra thousand to help me with the weekend for food for additional details and transportation and hotel additional details mind you and just whatever else yeah a little bit of swag i want to be able to share some of this share a little bit for the arts as well okay i'm an artist and i appreciate and support all other artists okay they're insightful they're linked to the other dimensions as much as I am, if not on matching levels, because I'm overpowered, obviously. But anyway, so, Everfree Northwest. I'm hoping to see y'all there, and I'm looking forward to meeting such lovely new people and seeing lovely old people again. I don't mean older as an elderly, though. They need compassion and respect, too, mind you. Aside from that, Everfree Northwest, come on down and give me a hand to get there, please. I am heavy at work at this time, but at the convention, I'm going to have a good time, and I'm going to be even more busy. So, I'm looking forward to seeing y'all there. I'd like a hand. Thank you very much. Over on the fundraising site, GoFundMe, the campaign, as organized by Joshua Moon, or Null, was set with a goal of $1,000, with 750 set to reimburse an already purchased round-trip flight, and the remainder for additional expenses. For $40, fans could request from Christine either a video shout-out or a custom drawing. The fundraiser was also advertised over Twitter, where one follower expressed concern over the fact that Chris's former love interest and occultism consultant, Jacob Sockness, had expressed interest in meeting her at the convention. Christine wrote back that she was aware of the threat and claimed to have plans to have an entourage of protectors around her. Another Twitter user asked for organizers of Everfree Northwest to preemptively ban Christine due to her apparent association with QB Farms, which apparently was responsible for the deaths of numerous people. On July 10th, Chris posted on Twitter one of her drawing commissions a reference to a short scene from the animated TV series The Simpsons, depicting farming supply store Sneed's Feed and Seed, formerly Chuck's. 
punishly implying when the store was under the aforementioned Chuck's ownership, the supplies on offer would have followed his name's rhyming scheme, with the full name of the store being Chuck's Fuckin' Suck. In Chris's illustration, the store had been gravely run down, as allegedly seen in C197, and mentioned the Twitter account of Simpsons creator Matt Groening soliciting his opinion. On July 11th, Christine tweeted that she had a change of heart and reinvestigated the appearance of a background pony character in an episode of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, which some believed was an homage, appearance-wise, to Chris-chan, a concept that she had years before dismissed. She asked episode writer Brittany Jo Flores, voice actress Tara Strong, and Hasbro whether or not the pony was truly based on her, requesting a direct reply from them. She also shared a new drawing, depicting Chris-chan Sonichu asking the polo-wearing bespectacled pony whether he was based on Chris-chan. Afterwards, in response to an open question from a Twitter user asking if someone would have sex with an opposite-gender version of themselves, Chris wrote in reply, Personally, I would have sex with my gender-bent opposite, and I'd even do it with a clone of myself. But it still remains on the mood, and if the feeling is mutual, in my interdimensional experiences, it's been positive and successful about 5-10% to of the time. Later on, Christine asked if there were any available and willing capable and inexpensive costume designers who could manufacture for her a costume to have her dress up as her ultimate super form for the upcoming convention. She directed designers to her Gmail email address that was being managed by Null, who she referred to as her loving and awesome partner. Christian Enabler, Righteous for Quick, offered his design for a one-piece spandex suit, which Christine was keen on pursuing further. Finally, Chris posted on Instagram and Facebook two photos of Barbara after she had gotten a haircut from Chris. Chris commented that it looked really good. From the outset, Christine's life seemed to have taken a positive turn. With Null's help, she and her followers saw just how much of an active fanbase Chris still had and just how many were willing to help her reach her life goals, with some, perhaps quietly, expecting trouble to follow her in her new adventures. However, no one could have predicted how her life would soon be dramatically altered forever. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already, please check out the video version of this series up on YouTube on my YouTube channel, Gino Samuel 2.1, to get a better understanding of the story. If you like what I do and you're interested in supporting me, consider checking out my Patreon at patreon.com slash Thanks again. See you around.